Happy Monday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Reasons to Live Podcast with Laguitas, or you can call me Lakes. Either way, they're both great. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope everyone is enjoying their time with their families. Of course, staying safe. COVID is very much alive. Make sure to help those around you when you can. My RTL podcast has made it to Germany and Ireland. I'm going to get a woo, woo. So thank you for listening out there. Again, my podcast will be available every Monday. That remains a goal. I have launched my website, rtlreasonstolive.com, where you can easily find all of the past episodes and recent episodes, along with your choice of platform to listen from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor. There is a section where you can reach out to RTL if you are interested in coming onto this podcast. If you would like to donate and support, you can do it on rtlreasons.com as well. You can find the link on my Instagram at ms.laguitos, spelled M-S dot L-A-G-U-I-T-O-S, and my Twitter, I-T-S-L-A-K-E-B-R-U-H, it's Lake Bruh. Okay, so today I want to talk about something that can get dark pretty quickly, so if you have children listening, turn it off! Just kidding. They should probably be aware of these topics too. Hypomania, bipolar, manic mania, and depression disorder. Altogether, hypomania, bipolar, manic depression episodes. I mean disorders. I might be having one right now if you can sense a difference in tone. Mouthful, huh? Along with definitions of bipolar 1 and bipolar 2. So what do these terms mean? We'll get to that shortly. However, in retrospect, it means at any given moment, my mood will not only switch up and down from one extreme to the next. If there was a graph or a visual, the level of how many times the mood switched to those lines would go up and down in increments of hours, sometimes weeks, months, or days. There are extreme highs and extreme lows. Those highs feel invincible. I can do whatever I want, get away with whatever I want, and life is a perfect bowl of cereal. Sometimes, however long that high lasts, that's how long the low lasts. It's a feeling of almost being hungover, but worse because there's no alcohol consumption. When the come down of that high hits, you feel like death. This is not talked about enough and people with this disorder struggle to keep stable jobs because there are days we cannot get up physically. A great visual on the representation that I highly recommend for a better understanding is on a show on Amazon Prime called Modern Love Episode 3, Take Me As I Am, Whoever I Am, with Anne Hathaway. Love her. I even showed it to my mom and now she has a better understanding of what hypomania episodes look like. She was a little shocked. We need to speak up and bring more awareness about this in the workplace and benefits need to improve all around, not to mention U.S. versus Canada healthcare. Yeah, they pay for it through taxes, but Canadians have better healthcare than we do. Both countries are relatively wealthy compared to much of the world with a long life expectancy, but Canadian life expectancy is still higher. Interesting or not? I thought to myself, I should probably tell my listeners there might be a Monday they don't get a podcast due to my manic episode. This is something that has affected my relationships, work, and affects many, and those jobs say they're open to those with disabilities, it's not entirely true. They don't understand the severity of it. They won't actually accommodate you. I actually got fired from Tesla during my medical leave because they weren't trying to accommodate. But don't let that stop you. That don't scare me. Speak up. See, things have changed, but things still have to keep changing because there's so many laws that are still broken that need fixing. Of course, not all companies are as bad. There are some great companies out there that have taken great care of me. Shout out to Zynga and shout out to Joe. I love y'all. Getting into some realness though, hypomania hits you like a bullet. A bullet that you feel slowly into your flesh, taking your soul, your happiness, and you just try to reach out for it as quickly as you can. But before you know it, it's too late, it's gone, and you're crawled up in bed forever how long your body decides to let you be again. Going through this feels helpless, builds frustration, but with the help of meditation, nights of getting on my knees to pray, God is my only hope. I get back up and move my body and stay motivated, of course with some help of my friends too. Here's a quote for you on frustration from a book called The Secret Language of Feelings. Frustration is often confused with anger, but anger comes from the perception of unfairness and frustration comes from not being able to meet your needs, wants, and desires. This goes back to always trying to identify your feelings even when your body doesn't want to let you and list a satisfying response for yourself. The sense of frustration is a territory of depression. When the pain we suffer becomes more significant than our nervous system, our body begins with the feeling of depression saying, yo, I need a break before trying again. 
Remember, depression is a deep rest of something, putting something to deep rest. It's a matter of how long you stay in it that matters. When we stop trying to satisfy the need, want, or desire, generating the pain of the primary feelings of frustration will immediately fade. However, our needs will still be unmet. We need to consistently do self-coaching. Have y'all heard of hypnotherapy? Mind-blowing. Hypnotherapy is a type of mind-body intervention in which hypnosis creates a state of focus, attention, and increase suggestibility in the treatment of a medical or psychological disorder or concern. I strongly encourage it, especially with those with significant trauma. But check it out. Frustration is a call for change and creativity. It means that what you were trying before is not working. To be honest, I'm going on a spiral because my medical needs are not being met and I'm freaking out because it's almost been a year and I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't have the funds to do what I need to do medically. But like I said, try something else. Try something new. Be creative. For those who go through this, you just have to have hope. Have faith. And believe, you can do whatever you set your mind to. I know it's powerful and it overtakes your body, but do your best to surrender yourself to that higher power or whatever energy you go to that's bigger than you in this world. Find your outlet. Mine is music and I do it for fun. And with that, I'd love to share a short prayer I wrote that helped me through a manic episode at 4 a.m. with no sleep back in March of 2021. I really thought I wasn't going to make it, but this prayer helped me through and it helped me again this week. I said I would share my music and I figured why not start this week with the prayer that started my album. Jehová es mi luz y mi salvación, de quien temeré. Jehová es la fortaleza de mi vida, de quien he de atemorizarme. Me quedo despierta esperando la respuesta, cansado de lo mismo. Sé mi obligación, mi posición, no necesito atención, mucho menos aceptación. Tengo rendición buscando mi bendición, ha sido una lección. And there you have it, one of the first songs on my album, Nothing Professionally Made. And yes, many ask and are shocked, but that is in fact me singing in the background. But anyways, so what is hypomania? Hypomania is an abnormally revved up state of mind that affects your mood, thoughts, and behavior and is a potential symptom of bipolar disorder, particularly type 2. A hypomanic episode commonly manifests with unusual cheerful excitement, flamboyance, or irritability along with potential secondary characteristics like 
restlessness, extreme talkativeness, increased distractibility, reduced need for sleep, and intense focus on a single activity. Some symptoms are as follow. Behaving inappropriately, such as making crude remarks at a dinner party or restaurant, dressing and or behaving flamboyantly, hypersexuality, which may involve making unusual demands on your partner, inappropriate sexual advances, engaging in an affair, jumping from one subject to an unrelated topic while speaking, reduced need for sleep, spending recklessly like buying a car you cannot afford, taking chances you normally wouldn't because you feel lucky, talking so fast that it's difficult for others to follow what's being said, usual irritability, excitement, hostility, or aggression. Bipolar hypomania is considered present when a person experiences three of the following symptoms accompanied by a persistently elevated mood in association with a sustained irritable mood. Easily distracted, excessive involvement in activities with high potential for negative consequences such as spending sprees, gambling, sexual indiscretions, or risky financial investments, feeling intensely driven to accomplish specific goals, fidgety, pacing, or restlessness, thoughts are racing, unrealistic thinking about your powers, talents, or abilities, reduced need for sleep without feeling tired, and unusual talkativeness. Hypomania and bipolar disorder are diagnosed separately, so receiving a diagnosis of hypomania does not necessarily mean also being diagnosed as having bipolar disorder. Manic. When looking to identify a possible manic episode, it's important to consider the person's typical behavior as an important element of mania is that it represents a change from you or a loved one's usual behavior. Here are some of the common behaviors associated with a manic episode that you may likely easily observe so you can recognize the need for help. If your friend or loved one describes auditory or visual hallucinations, seeing or hearing something that is not there, or shows paranoid or other delusional behaviors, believing something that isn't real, contact their psychiatrist immediately. These may be serious symptoms of mania. Now let's go into bipolar 1 and bipolar 2 disorder. Bipolar 1 disorder, you've had at least one manic episode that may be preceded or followed by hypomanic or major depressive episodes. In some cases, mania may trigger a break from reality, psychosis. Bipolar 2 disorder, you've had at least one major depressive episode and at least one hypomanic episode, but you've never had a manic episode. Now, bipolar 2 disorder is not a milder form of bipolar 1 disorder, but a separate diagnosis. While the manic episode of bipolar 1 disorder can be severe and dangerous, individuals with bipolar 2 disorder can be depressed for longer periods of time, which can cause significant impairment. Mania and hypomania are two distinct types of episodes, but they have the same symptoms. Mania is more severe than hypomania and causes more noticeable problems at work, school, as well as relationship difficulties. Mania may also trigger a break from reality and require hospitalization. Here are some tips for people with bipolar disorder. Having a routine helps. Go to bed and get up at the same time every day. Avoid naps, especially naps in the late afternoon. If you must nap, try to limit your rest to one hour. Use your bedroom for sleep and sex only. I mean, I'm down for that. Like, if you're not here for sex, get out of my room! <laughs> Sorry. Avoid heavy meals before going to sleep. If you can't sleep after a certain amount of time, for example, 15 minutes, get out of bed and do something. It's important to get up at your regular time the next morning, even if you have less than seven hours of sleep. The times I miss this gap, I fall into my bipolar manic episodes hard. Now let's get to the major depressive episodes. A major depressive episode includes symptoms that are severe enough to cause noticeable difficulty in day-to-day -day activities such as work, school, social activities, or relationships. An episode includes five or more of these symptoms. Depressed moods such as feeling sad, empty, hopeless, or tearful, marked loss of interest, or feeling no pleasure in all or almost all activities, significant weight loss when not dieting, weight gain or decrease or increase in appetite, either insomnia or sleeping too much, either restlessness or slow behavior, fatigue or loss of energy, feeling worthlessness or excessive or inappropriate guilt, decreased ability to think or concentrate, or indecisiveness, thinking about, planning, or attempting suicide. Whew, that was a lot. Well, 
I hope that y'all got some good information today. I really felt like I needed to share this because it's something that not everybody understands and knows because when I say I am having a hypomanic day today, they're like, what is that? What does it mean? And I feel like I can't explain everything in its entirety in one session. And clearly, I needed a whole podcast to explain it. And there's still a lot of more information that can be said on this topic. With that, I leave you. And remember, if you suffer from this, please reach out to someone. One medical can redirect you to a psychiatrist or therapist. And my all-time favorite, Eric Lee, nurse practitioner. You got this. Stay strong. We got this. Don't give up. You're not alone. We own it. It does not own us. Because guess what, my beautiful hypomanic people? In just a couple, a few days or weeks, you will wake up and hear the birds chirping again and feel invincible. And on those days, take advantage that God made you different. You can get shit done that many others can't with all that energy that is within us. And best believe, the sounds of those birds, the rain, the train, or whatever your sound is on that perfect morning after the come down is over, is the best feeling on that once again, back on that high again. And there you have it, folks. Episode four of Reasons to Live podcast, RTL, brought to you by yours truly, Laguitos. Catch me on my Instagram, Ms.Laguitos, or on my website at rtlreasonstolive.com. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, thank you very much for listening.